Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Welcome back. Uh, we are entering into um, or in the midst of a changing market. Um, I hate to use that word, shifting market, whatever. But there's a lot of stuff going on economically um, surrounding um, not just stuff in the States, but globally. Um, that are affecting the the real estate market um, and just the economy in general, and we're entering into um, you know kind of the the beginning part of the year where we start to talk about uh, business planning and planning for for next year, and that's even more important today in the upcoming uh, couple of. Uh, couple of weeks and months about getting, you know, getting your stuff together to be able to put together your plan for next year, because, you know, what does next year look like? And it's, it's hard to say, okay, what do I need to do next year um, to, to be able to meet and do what I did the previous year? You know, because ideas and thoughts of what your goals are for next year may be different um, just because of market environments and things of that nature. So uh, that's kind of what we're going to cue on today um, is is getting yourself ready to plan, Not not maybe not actually the planning process, but what you need to do over the next, you know, few weeks to, to be ready to, to start planning um, for your 2023 uh, business year. Yeah, and it is a little early um, than we, we would typically do this, but because of the changes going on, it's probably a good time to go ahead and look into this right now because, you know, you may be way off of your plan uh, that you had for the remainder of this year, and maybe you need to adjust. Absolutely. So uh, as as we as we delve into this, you know the you, what are the first things that um, uh, someone needs to do when when getting prepared? I mean, you know, got to get yourself organized, got to get information, get you know hard numbers together. But kind of, what what's the first step? Probably the first thing is well, well, hopefully you are tracking uh, your cash inputs and cash outputs. So let's say. Um, what you probably need to do is go ahead and, and collect what what revenues look like uh, for the past you know year or months or whatnot uh, expenses what you're spending on certain things collect all that data and that'll be able to show you kind of where you're at um, from a from a profit standpoint. Okay, and so when when you're when you're gathering that information, you know hopefully you have um, tracked that. Uh, stuff, but let's kind of pull it back and just elementary. Those that have never business planned before, that have been basically running in this business for the past three years by the seat of their pants because money was there and they've been able to pay their bills. Where do I start? I mean, I, I don't have this tracking of stuff. So where 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 can I go to? You know, let's just brass tacks. Where I can go to? Uh, you know, get a, enough good information to get started. If you're if you're with a firm, a firm's going to keep up with um, your revenue. The revenues, the 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 uh, commissions that have come in uh, from your sales, so they're going to be able to keep up with all that revenue from that standpoint. Um, your expenses are on you. I mean, if you're not tracking that, unless you're paying cash for stuff, you should be able to go back and check. You know, um, credit card statement balances, bank statements, things like that, to kind of see. You know what you've been. Uh, spending on, but but I would if you're not doing this already, I would highly suggest you have some kind of um, 
check register that keeps up with all this, uh, like a QuickBooks or something along those lines? Sure. And and you know, QuickBooks, Quicken, something that you can easily be able to go to. Um, and maybe that's where we start. Maybe that's maybe that's the, the process of folks that are not tracking anything. Maybe that's what we do for 2022 because, you know, we have time. And if you take the time, just pull your, your check registers out for the better part of – since January 1 – um, and if you don't have it in an electronic uh, form, QuickBooks or whatnot, Quicken, um, just put it in there. Take the time, go through your, your your reconciliation, put it in there, categorize them, and then the cool thing about it is, you know, when you want to, all you do is hit a button, you get a report of what your expenses are. Yeah, and let's dial that back even more too, because you know, people will say, well, why do I need to do this? Um, if you don't track and if you don't know, if you don't plan then how do you know when you have success or failure? You don't. You're just, like you said, flying by the seat of your pants. And then you have to ask yourself, especially in times like this, does this make sense for me to stay in this business? How do you answer that question if you don't have that stuff in front of you? Unfortunately, that that answer is a lot of time a guttural thing. I mean, we just, I feel like I'm, you know, it, it feels bad. It feels good. And so I move forward or I get out, which, you know, the the whole idea of, you know, the the acres of diamonds things where if, if you if you knew you were just about right there, you know, you d- keep digging and you're going to be able to get to where you need to be. But, um, yeah, you're, you're right. You have to know where you are because, you know, running a business is, is, is like you know, trying to, you know, dial in, you know, the audio or or specific really things with just minute changes. And so if you don't know what to change, what to dial in just a little bit, then your business really is this this roller coaster event because you're making big changes all the time. And, and be honest with you, big changes are not necessarily needed. Maybe it's small little changes. Right, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's where you kind of go in and, and you look at those expenses once you have all that out and, and, and you see, okay, if, 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 you, if you have the detail and you can show even, hey, I'm getting revenue based on these expenses, you can get your ROI as well. Absolutely. Okay, so we're we're gonna pull together our um, our numbers. We're gonna put them, put them in some sort of reporting apparatus to mm-hmm. be able to dial in. Um, and so when when looking at our numbers from 2022, it's gonna be a real weird situation, and especially projecting into 2023 because the market's changing. Mm-hmm. So what what do you do? What what do we start to look at um, in, in the time? Do you go back to June and say, okay, well, from January to June it was this. From June to this it was it was a little bit different. Um, so what do we what how do we make an adjustments for for market conditions? Well, so uh, again. The, the, the best thing you can do is track because over time, the more data you collect, the more you can tell how much change is going to happen with your personal business. Um, now, most people don't do that, but um, that, that would be the best thing to do because then you can see percentage changes over different um, um, economic environments mm-hmm. that will tell you, okay, what do I need to do to forecast or what do I need to set this to make my forecast of revenue going forward for next year? But basically what you can do uh, this year is, first of all, you want to know kind of what's or have an idea of what's going to happen uh, next year. 
go back, listen to some of the uh, economists, listen to um, people talk about what the housing market's going to be like uh, next year. And basically, you want to put a percentage around that because what you're going to do is you're going to take um, to forecast next year's revenue, you want to take this year's revenue and apply either a percentage down or a percentage up, okay? Um, you're going to have two components to that percentage. Number one, how much growth am I going to have because my, my business is either continuing to mature or has hit a, a kind of a plateau base? And the second component is going to be the economic component, the component I cannot really control. There's only going to be so many uh, transactions done, so therefore I'm only going to get a certain amount of them. Okay, so let's stop there for a second. I want to kind of hit on this, you know, kind of dive a little bit deeper into this because you just said something that was, to me, it took me a long time to really understand this. Um, So what a person or a you know a person's personal business is going to increase or decrease has two components one is something you can control mm-hmm. and something you can't control and unfortunately in working with a lot of uh, real estate agents a lot of them their growth over the past few years has really been market driven versus personal control driven. They've been riding the wave Mm -hmm. and the wave has been at their back and it's just been sending them down a a really profitable road. Well, that's the market shift that we're going to. So the, 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 the economic environment is doing a little bit of a shift. Not that it's going to be going backwards, but it's not going to be this big sale, you know, this big, gush of wind at your back pushing you forward to, towards profitability regardless of what you do. So it's important to understand that you are where you are based upon the market, but you're also where you are based upon personal things that you do. And are you going to increase what your your activities are, what you were doing to get there, or are you going to do more of the same? If you're going to do more of the same, then the economic environment is going to drive your business versus you driving your business. Yeah, and I'll, and, and diving more into that piece, um, if it, so, again, in tracking, if you're tracking your lead generation uh, activities, then you can go back and see how much business has come from X amount of lead generating activities, and then it'll tell you how many of these activities you need to do to get to this number uh, of revenue. So then you have that knob. You can adjust that knob up or down based on, okay, if it took five of this type of lead generating activity per day to get to this revenue and I want to double that revenue, then I need to take theoretically that, that five up to 10 a day. Sure. And that, you know, it, at the end of the day, planning is very simple. We start, we start working with these big numbers, these annualized profit numbers, annualized revenue numbers. But at, at the end, it is literally just back to 24 hours in a day, what am I doing with that time and how am I maximizing that time to be able to drive the revenue? Because those are the activities you can control to be able to increase or decrease your revenue and thus your expenses and profit. And it, it really gets down into the really – planning is all about how my what my daily habits are going to be and how do I build around that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, you know, again, go. You need to see when you're when you're when you're putting this, when you're dialing this number of, hey, I I need to have this number next year. 
when you're dialing that in, you've got to go back and look at all the expenses. You've got to look at what it costs you to live. You've got to look at what it costs you to run your business. And you have to, that needs to be the minimum of your revenue goal for the following year. And then again, you, you adjust that uh, lead generation knob up or down to get to that point. So what you're saying is what I needed in 2023 just to live is going to be slightly different than in 2021 or 2022 because of just the cost of living inflation. And those things need to be adjusted along the way, not just kept constant. Yeah. Um, I think I think 2023 is going to be a little bit different of a, of a um, planning environment. You can't just... I, Normally, you're going to be able to go, okay, what do I need? It's going to be very similar to last year. How do I take this thing up or down because I want to get to this number? 2023 may be a little bit different because, I don't know, I could be wrong. We're probably all going to be um, adjusting our spending habits just a tad. Um, so, therefore, it's going to be more of a, a practice of, okay, do I adjust um, the amount of spend that I'm putting into Zillow or do I adjust the amount of spend that I've got on um, this uh, follow-up system that I'm using, uh, an assistant that I'm using, et cetera, et cetera? Sure. And, and I would say that that also bears down into personal expenses. You're going to see people adjust their personal spending habits um, based just based upon just sheer cash flow of, of, of what's going on in the world. Sure. So, uh, okay. So we are, you know, we've dialed into, um, the getting the tracking numbers. We're going to look at revenue. Um, we're going to look at our expenses. So in this time period of, of, and I don't want to go down a road of, of contraction and, and reduction and stuff, but let's talk about, because this is going to be going in people's heads, how do we evaluate our spend? What are we looking at um, when someone looks at, you know, you just mentioned a couple of them, whether it be um, in um, investing in your sphere of influence, buying leads through Zillow, uh, um, nurturing nurturing your leads via CRM programs, whatever it may be. There's a ton of ways we can spend money growing our business or at least, you know, servicing our business. Uh, how do we evaluate those things to determine if we want to make a small tweak in the dial, dial something back, dial something up, um, um, and, and how do we determine, you know, where we focus on that? Because, at you know, some of these things are, are, are fluctuating. The cost of leads are going up in certain areas. They're going down in certain areas. The cost of the, um, you know, postage for it. I mean, just, just the cost of a stamp adjusts your, your, your spend habits um, when, you, when you're running a business. So first of all, I'm going to say, again, tracking is the most important thing you can do. Um, and you, you're going to see that there is a, a, a consistent issue here of, of tracking, tracking, tracking. The, the, the more you track, the better you're going to be able to do this stuff. But answer your question, return on investment. How, how, how do you see if what you're doing is working is basically what you're asking? And, and by, by getting that return on investment, knowing what that return on investment is. Now, question is, What's the investment? I'm, what, what's that return that I'm looking for? You know, we're back to that continuum of time or money. Okay, it it all ends up kind of going to money, but there are some things that you may not get a direct 
return on revenue for, but it may give you back time that allows you to put more of your time into some of these higher revenue generating activities. We've talked about it, you know, a couple times, the whole uh, dollar productive uh, time uh, and, and, and do it. So like, for example, leveraging, anytime you leverage, you're going to get that. But probably what you're really looking for is, okay, so I'm putting uh, $10,000 into buying these leads. If those leads generated, you know, $10,000 of return, then basically you've got no return on investment. Okay. For every dollar you put in, you got a dollar back. You didn't lose anything. Fantastic. But you didn't gain anything either. Um, so in order to know this, you have to go back and track that stuff. But that's, those are the things when you're looking to tweak, that's what you want to tweak. If some, if some, something's bringing you a 50% return on investment and something's bringing you a five, which do you want more? Absolutely. This is the 50, no question. You know, tracking expenses, if, if you're, if you have a check register and you're putting stuff in, tracking expenses is easy. It's the tracking of the revenue, which is and where the revenue was derived from, is a little bit more nuanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of when we go into that, how do we really track what that is? You ask questions. Mm-hmm. So how do you track the revenue? You ask questions. You you talk to your clients when you're sitting on them. Where did you you know you know if it's a past client you know that it was from your sphere of influence uh, keeping up with them mm-hmm. yeah, that's easy enough you can just mark it over here I spent this dollar in my sphere of influence they've been getting it they've come back to me outside of that whether it be a, a referral a cold lead um, uh, a Zillow call um, whatever it may be coming from a sign call whatever you can go through and it's just a matter of of, of Putting little hash marks. I mean, it does not have to be complicated, mm-hmm. but it's important that you track that. And that takes a little bit of effort. That takes a little bit of intentionality. Um, and you have to do that pretty much from the start. You can't. It's hard to go backwards and do that mm-hmm. because I think you don't really get a true accurate portrayal because things change. Your perception of where that person came from is a little bit different six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I heard somebody say this one time. Real estate agents are, you know, they, they've they've asked people how, you know, how long do you think you're going to be in the business? And and most real estate agents don't ever view their business, their real estate uh, business, as a career, because I guess it's because you go through these times where you know you're not keeping up with that stuff. You have big ups and downs, and then we're just kind of in it and and doing well until we're not. Um, and this is one of those things that keeps you in the business for the long term. These are the thing. These are the things that CEOs do for their business. These are the things that anybody running a business does for their business. And you have to track and follow these things in order to tell you what you, the, the stuff you need to know, the stuff you need to be tweaking, the stuff you need to be doing better, the stuff you need to be doing more of. Absolutely, and you you hit on something very important. The longevity in the business. If you like this business, you like the benefits that it provides you, then you need to be prepared to put in the work to plan to succeed. Because if you're not planning to succeed, the market is going to dictate your success or failure. I don't know about you. I don't want someone else or something else dictating whether I'm succeeding or failing. I want to be able to succeed or fail on my own with the given environment. 
I've always said, you tell me the rules of the game, I'm going to figure out how to win mm-hmm. because I, that's what I do. That's what we, you know. I, that is my goal is to win. So whether it's market driven rules, whether it is rules of of uh, regulation, governments, you know, uh, laws, you tell me the rules of the game, and I want to win. But the most important thing is you have to be prepared to put in the time and effort to plan to be able to do that. And if not, then you really are just floating through this business um, with a wing and a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if anybody has any interest in, we've actually got a business planning packet that we'd love to get in your hand. So if anybody has any interest in that, let us know and we will get that to you. Absolutely. Super easy. Um, it helps you start to track those items. Um, but, um, um, first thing and foremost, as you're getting into the business planning season, we're not, you know, we're, we're in the kind of the planning of the plan right now. And, um, um, if you're, as you're getting into that, that gearing up that mode, um, I encourage you, if you don't have, um, your expenses in some sort of electronic form that you can pull reports on, do it, go back, spend, you know, spend a couple of days putting in your stuff, and to be able so you can really track and, and look and see where you've spent your money. Um, this coming, you know, couple of months is is going to be important to the longevity of your business, uh, and make sure you're intentional about that. Yeah, let me let me just um, hone in on one thing. I, I've seen so many people that are scared to do that because they get into these systems and they're a little um, robust. You don't have to be a CPA to do this. No. As a matter of fact, anybody, everybody should be doing it. Um, but yes, get it. Put your stuff in. That's really all you're doing. You've got cash coming in, cash going out of your account, and that's it. That's what you're putting in. The system's going to do everything to show you uh, via the reports what you need to know. I think people are afraid of what they're going to see when they put yeah. it in there. True. They're going to be afraid of, of, of how many times they, uh, they, they picked up that Frappa Rappuccino at the Starbucks um, or they went to uh, dinner and drinks that, that cost 150 bucks. Um, and, and that adds up when you're doing that two or three times a week. Um, but importantly, um, when you are doing this is to really open your eyes to, the, to, to what's driving your business um, and, you know, why you're doing this business. Um, so um, as we as we exit this out of this this um, uh, episode today, it's important to to get yourself ready, prepare, um, put stuff on paper, uh, and track your revenues and expenses to be able to make um, good decisions going into a, a changing market environment. Yeah, think about it as putting your arms around your business instead of just riding the wave. That's right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great one. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards. 